0: I'm Matthew, I'm Marty, I'm Carlos,
1: and we are the Heroes 3. 3, the Biocle podcast where three friends explore the best, worst, and everything in between in the world of Asian cinema. Please check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We are at Heroes the Number 3 Podcast on all three of them. And this week we are continuing our arc looking at drunken martial art movies with 1979's Dance of the Drunk Mantis, which is also directed by Yun Woo Ping and is kind of a it was kind of marketed as a direct sequel to Drunken Master, isn't that right?
2: Yeah, in some markets, it even had that title, Drunken Master 2. Uh, and sometimes that, you could argue maybe that was used to almost uh, exploit folks once there was a Drunken Master 2 starring Jackie Chan. <laughs> uh, you know, there was some maybe bargain bin uh, yeah, VHS and funny. DVD retailers that. You know, it's like, oh, my mom ordered the wrong Drunken Master 2 kind of a thing. Yeah. But if your mom did that, you should thank her because this, is, <laughs> say, this con- is...
1: Not a not a bad one to accidentally Yeah, this up. is a
2: Kung Fu classic. But uh, it definitely at the time laid claim to being the sequel to the legendary movie that we covered in our last episode, Drunken Master. And it was released pretty shortly thereafter. So Drunken Master came out, I want to say, in October of 1978. And uh, Dance of the Drunk Mantis uh, came out in Hong Kong in June of 1979. And in between that period, uh, Yun Wu Ping had um, choreographed a couple of other films that he didn't direct. And as we mentioned on a previous episode, Yun Xiu Simon Yun, uh, was busy in a lot of these drunken and snake and eagle shadow imitator films. Um, and according to some, I've seen some people, um, point to this as his final on-screen film appearance, but it's a little tricky because there were movies that came out posthumously and Mm -hmm. we've, I think, you know, talked about this in the past, but the shooting schedule on a lot of Hong Kong films at the time was such that, uh, people could be working on more than one project at once. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So it gets, gets a little confusing there, but, uh, the last major role in a film uh, directed by his dad and filling the role of, or filling the shoes of Jackie Chan is uh, none other than his own biological son, a uh, younger brother to Yun Wuping, uh Yun Shun Yi, who is, uh, honestly, he's one of my favorite uh, leading men in this era of Hong Kong, even though uh, he can't uh, kind of claim that title for all that many movies.
0: I think he's great. I think that there's something really endearing about him. Um, he actually does kind of have some of that same Jackie Chan energy. Like yeah, I think when so. you see him in these training sequences, straining and kind of how he. His comedic timing in action and in acting, I think um, really can go hand in hand with what people expect out of Jackie Chan. And I think that. I don't think it's such a hot take to say that this is Drunken Master 2 because like <laughs> I, I think in a lot of ways there's more of the original Drunken Masters DNA in this film than what you end up seeing in Jackie's Drunken Master 2. I I wow, mean that's, that's not a, No, that's an interesting
2: yeah. take. I, yeah, I think I'd I think I'd agree also uh we talked about in the previous episode uh you know beggar so or so hot ye is being the character that the title refers to he is the dragon master Um, yeah so as disappointed as someone might be to not find jackie in this movie uh, we really are following a major character although we should say um this uses a kind of sequel logic that uh (laughs) we don't see so much anymore in the states (laughs) where we're not trying to kind of firmly connect every character and every piece of information from one movie to the next. And we're seeing mm-hmm. some of the same actors playing different parts. Um, namely our villain, uh, Huang Zhengli, who's now playing this amazing <laughs> character, Rubber Legs uh, oh, and sort Thunderfoot. It's and, and too then we, good. Yeah. And then we also have uh, Linda Lin back as we alluded to last time. And, but not, Uh, clearly not playing the same character as as in Drunken Master.
0: I think we're just really... I think we're blessed to have these two Drunken Master 2s. You know what I mean? (laughs) Um, (laughs) Right. Drunken Master 2, you know, Jackie Chan people, everybody, it's one of their go-tos for best kung fu film of all time. Rightly so. It's amazing, and I can't wait for us to talk about it. But I think that this uh, Dance of the Drunk Mantis... Is so much fun and so kind of wacky that I just I love it being a follow up to Drunken Master. It um it has <laughs> it just, just kind of turns everything up. You still get the really um, strong fight choreography, obviously, and right. you get a lot of goofiness in the film. I do <laughs> think that it kind of is paced a little not as good as drunken master yeah um kind of like the if you were to split this into four parts like the third section I of the film is kind that, of yeah the, slow yeah three of four
2: is and and also just a little surprising where the story goes and the yeah. new character that's introduced Right, yeah, but yeah,
1: that's that's that that's probably the biggest that's the thing that happens in a lot of these movies is where like the most important part to the rest of the plot gets introduced in the third act mm-hmm. instead of in the first act.
0: Yeah. But-, but I think honestly how it all pulls together, like at the very end of the film, is really good and if you know in a in a perfect world, if you were able to get this like redone with all these people in their prime and just kind of tighten up that third section, Mm -hmm. it would be awesome. It would be amazing. Yeah,
2: Yeah. no, I think I'd have to agree. And this is oversimplifying things a little bit, but in some ways it kind of combines what's great about Drunken Master and what's great about Snake and the Eagle Shadow um, into one sort of project. Uh, We talked in the last episode about how Jackie's character is is so markedly different in those two films. And in Snake in the Eagle's Mm -hmm. Shadow, he's more of this uh, Cinderella kind of guy, a little more down on his luck, not respected by his peers, has a lot to learn. And in Drunken Master, he's this headstrong, cocky uh, Wong Fei-Hung character. And now we get to have Beggar So and um, a little bit of the drunken boxing. But our protagonist is is a lot more similar to um to the character that Jackie played in Snake and the Eagle Shadow and
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He's a lot more down on his luck, a lot more like, I just need to learn from the right master and then I'll yeah. become become great. And also going along with the characters that are in both of those, Beggar So is a lot more of a jerk in this than he is in those other movies. <laughs> yeah, I, like, I mean, like, uh, yeah, def- yeah, definitely it's
2: and uh it's it's hard to point your finger at really who the protagonist of this film is. I mm. mean, I think both of the Yuan men here could lay claim to that. And if you are seeing Beggar So as the lead of the movie, he kind of goes through a similar arc that Wong Fei-hung did. In Drunken Master, um, accompanied by even a similar montage there it was his great shame. And here it's uh, so Ha-Yi's great shame and maybe how he uh, how he acted to uh, Yun Chun-Yi's character. But I think all of this is made uh, all the more poignant by the fact that we are seeing a real father and son. Yeah. That's uh, did But know they're that having there. they're having so much fun with it cuz it's like, oh, he's not my real
0: son. Uh, he's <laughs> made, made to be like this
2: adopted or stepson or
0: something. Sure. I do um, yeah, like that too. Great. There are yeah, there's that. And there there's a couple of these fourth wall breaking kind of jokes in this film that are really fun for people who know who they're looking at. I think of that relationship and I also think of right at the beginning where we've With got Brandy, Brandy on. <laughs> As the fake, yes, Begurso. that made
1: me. I was so like whenever I saw it, I was like, "Oh, this is like this must be what Marty and Carlos feel like all the time." <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, "Oh, he's Brandy Ewan's playing the fake beggar So, but he plays the body double for beggar So in the other movies. That's
0: really fun, oh, and I that's think great. It's, yeah, it's it's really fun when you know who you're looking at. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's
1: definitely one of those in the know kind of kind of jokes,
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> right? But yeah, so in, uh, we ha- and then we have a couple of other uh, familiar faces kind of rounding out the cast, a brief role uh, that Dean Sheck plays. Uh, this, is <laughs> f- this is one of my this is one of my favorite It might be parts the Dean Sheckiest <laughs> role that
1: he's done. Um, <laughs> Dean like, Sheckiest. It's, like it's like the logical conclusion of some right. of the other ones that we've seen. In right. It.
2: Great. And then the newest additions to the cast, though they're g- going to be familiar to uh, listeners of the show. But would be a Yuan Kuei or Corey Yuan, as he's known um, these days. Uh, probably most famous as a uh, director and action uh, choreographer himself. Uh, but at one point, he was very tight with the Yuan clan. Now, uh, this is where our Yuan name gets to be a little bit confusing. Mm-hmm. So, Corey Yuan, <laughs> yeah. he is using that as an honorific for the same teacher that. He and Jackie and Yun Bu had. So Yun Bu, Corey yep. Yun, that's one branch. That's one master, <laughs> one family. That's um, the not biological right. Yun. And then right. we mentioned in our last episode, Brandy Yun, that's an honorific for uh, Yun Su Ten or, or Simon Yun, who mm-hmm. is the biological father of <laughs> this film's director and its uh, lead, leading man. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. I think. That if you are drinking something when you're listening to this, before we start talking about the movie, you should pour one out for Simon Yuen, because uh, yeah. oh, dude, <laughs> like we that. said, you know, he he did pass, I think it was the January before this film was released, and gotcha. man, he's he's the best, so mm-hmm. yeah, pour old, one out for our dirty, boy. Dirty, as you could say. You
1: know, old Dirty, that's right.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, pour one out for Simon Yuen, and uh, I guess we should jump into this episode then, right? Alright, well first let's take a look at the back of the VHS. Beggar So's Drunken Fist skill is known across the southern land, but from the north there is another master thirsty for glory. His name is Rubberlegs, and he's taken his Drunken Fist and combined it with a mantis style to create a deadly new art, the Drunken Mantis. And with this secret skill, he sets his sight on his prey. However, that isn't the only problem for our inebriated hero. Returning home after some time, Beggar So finds out that he has an adopted son, Foggy. So's wife tasks him to train Foggy in the Drunken Fist, whether he wants to or not. Foggy's skills are lacking, but he strives for a sunny day where he can live up to the father's name. On the brink of defeat, he finds the Sick Fist Master, and this unorthodox teacher unlocks Foggy's true potential. Yun Wu Ping follows up the magic of Drunken Master with a deadly ballet. Simon Yuen and Yun Shen Yi, father and son, face off against Huang Jong Li in Dance of the Drunk Mantis. So this movie starts off with like a kind of a last time on, which is kind of <laughs> right. fun. Or at least in the in the, in the cut I saw. Or, or are the other cuts different
2: than, than this one? Uh this is the only cut that I'm familiar with. And it's same. funny, it, it even has the same defects to the print. Um even though i know this we're watching a different dvd than than the one that i had but um that's funny uh so yeah there's some notable ones towards the towards the very end of the movie um, oh the, the gosh film gets really i thought the film was about to catch on fire by yeah. the end of it but i do like, think I, th- there were, I, I thought there
1: might have just been a weird problem with like my phone playing it or something oh, but
2: but i do think there were different cuts at one point in time, uh, because even on this copy that we're watching, which has the English dub and the Cantonese and the Mandarin dubs, there's w- at least one moment in particular where the English dub goes from stereo to mono. Uh, for, <laughs> I noticed that. Yeah, yeah. for like a f- few seconds. It's like just so- a couple of
3: seconds too. You opened your eyes. Oh. <laughs> Sam Seed, you met my expectations. <laughs> there's more. <laughs> Yeah.
2: (laughs) So it seems like that had to be sourced. It's the same. It comes from the same dub recording, um, but a different source of that actual audio. So Mm -hmm. there must have been some different, different versions uh, of, of the film. And I think what we're seeing is maybe the the longer of those available versions. Mm
1: -hmm. It's funny, the, the mono for a couple of seconds part, it then turns into how Drunken Master sounded. It then goes back to this actually pretty good, quality version of the the dub yeah yeah yeah, it's
2: nice and uh speaking of the dub uh the cast of voices has uh gone back to kind of the more traditional characterizations and even though we have those same guys in the recording uh we have a different voice cast for uh beggar so or sam the seed i mean i think this this works great this these are kind of the kung fu voices I I hear in my head. Mm. Um but if you are a hardcore fan of the English dub of Drunken Master, mm-hmm. um yeah, probably good to prepare yourself for that being mm. um, you know slightly recast.
1: Yeah. I was thinking that the, the the voices kind of fit a little better here. And that um what's I know we saw their all their names at one point in the past but the the guy who does the voice of Dean Shack's character is perfect, and he has like this super distinct kind of like super quiet kind of like mousey kind of voice. Yeah, I used to. think he was the. Uh, I think it reminds me of the, like, the
2: rabbit in Winnie the Pooh. Like in the yeah.
3: Movie. Oh, you yeah. said that. Yeah, yeah, you said that before.
2: <laughs> but
1: um, I'll bet it in whatever his name is. But That's I just it. remember he was the one in Thirty Six Chamber Shallow and who
0: says,
3: "Do not enter the dining." hall.
0: Until you are fully cleansed. Oh, my favorite line.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, if
2: I'm not mistaken, he voiced Freddie Wong in Drunken Master, which was, that was kind of the, you know, working against type for mm-hmm. for these uh, dub guys.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: But yeah, I love yeah. this, this the opening this previously on. We actually reuse a little bit of footage from Drunken Master mm-hmm. from the scene where uh, Beggar So is first teaching Wong Fei-Hung uh, the drunken style. So we don't see Being any shots to of Jackie Being careful to not show Jackie. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, don't have to pay anyone
1: any extra royalties. Right.
2: And uh, intercut among uh, these kind of montage-y flashbacks uh, are these two ominous figures that are kind of uh, marching along this cliffside. And it's Huang Zhang-li, um, but he's kind of ditched his drunken master 70s getup He's back to the kind of period white wig look. And then he's joined by Cory uh, Yun, who's carrying um, this interesting spear, which he'll luckily <laughs> come to use in the movie.
0: Yeah. So these two masters they're describing are our familiar beggar so, and what you learn to be basically his uh, self proclaimed rival, Rubber Legs. And it's, Another case of North versus South styles. So, what they say is Beggar So, obviously the master of the drunken fist, and Rubber Legs also (sighs) practice drunken fist, but what he's done is he's secretly combined it with the mantis style. So (gasps) So sneaky, (laughs) man. Yeah, this is what we come to know as the dance of the drunk mantis. Mm hmm. And that leads right into what we were talking about earlier. So um, Rubberlegs is kind of chilling out at the restaurant, and he sees who he believes is Beggar So. And what <laughs> we find out is that this isn't Beggar So, but it's a man that's using the guise of Beggar So to get free meals. <laughs> right. And, yeah, to
2: basically, like, put drinks and food on Beggar So's tab. And so this... Breaks into uh, This breaks into a fight. And I love how Yun-Wu-Ping shoots this where this is the spot we were talking about in the beginning where this is Brandy Yun um, kind of cheekily uh, play- playing this Beggar So imitator. Um, and like we said, he's the guy who's almost always doubling for Beggar So. So there's kind of a cool little meta joke there. Yeah, But uh, Yun-Wu-Ping the- shoots it the way he would shoot Brandy yeah. when he's doubling. So we never really see his face. Until um, uh, Rubberlegs makes his accusation and then he turns and faces the camera and <laughs> I just love how this is paced because uh, if you know the audience is likely a little suspicious at first and now we know for sure. Oh, that's not him. And we cut into this great fight. Um, Corey Yuen and Brandy are just their timing and, and honestly the shapes mm-hmm. that that they stick in this fight. Are it's so striking. I like that man. Brandy
1: you yeah. into some amazing like rolls into splits and then into handstands and like they grab each other and spin each other around and ah, oh, it's 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 amazing and it's it's cool to I, I'll definitely make some gifts of it but it's a little harder to make gifts of it because it is the opening
0: credits so yeah some so of have got kind the of credits over obscured by the credits
1: but it's still amazing.
0: The other thing I like to mention is that if you're paying close attention and you're kind of watching these films. Uh, based on the episodes we're releasing you'll recognize this setting and this is actually where wong Hung, freddy fights the king stick of king. yeah yeah so um there's a really cool blog it's called like hong kong movie tours and we'll definitely yeah. link to this and they document how these uh settings have um uh, changed over the years and uh kind of do this like they try to mimic the perspective of the photos based on shots in the film and you can see really cool like how they've modernized the space so um yeah there this you. is a, a place called chat sing temple and it is in Huang, part of the northern saikong uh territories in hong kong Huh, so he's That's even awesome. so he's even in the north as the northern style guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They kind of they don't really describe where he's coming from, but it seems like he's traveled quite a distance to find yeah. Beggar So and kill mm-hmm.
1: him. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. We should say that uh, the getup that Huang Zhongli is in is very Pai Mei, like with the white and the huge mm-hmm. eyebrows yeah, and everything. For sure. Yeah. So when I first saw that, that was a cool. Like, I, I didn't recognize him with the makeup, and when I saw Huang Li, I was like,
0: oh, cool. Yeah, and since you're mentioning hairstyles, in this film, <laughs> Yun Shen Yi has, like, such a, like, modern-looking hairstyle. He's trimmed yeah, really very tight.
2: close-cropped and stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. So we get introduced to him here. He's working in a restaurant, and um, <laughs> here we have another great gag. Um, this is... I was... As we're going through this intro where they're each... Like what we come to know as the protagonists, each of them are introduced. They're all dealing with scammers. Did you guys notice? this? Yeah. I, I was just thinking. There's a lot of this movies about people not wanting to pay
1: what they're owed or what they owe. <laughs> but yeah, you is,
0: gotta oh, like man. love the ingenuity of these two scammers here. So, uh, yeah, this is just such know, a
2: delightful <laughs> scene. Like, this is the kind of thing I'd put on, at, you know, like a real rough depressing day or something it's just (laughs) it's like this is this is what you love about hong kong action and kung fu comedy and Mm. um i think in this scene this is where yun Yi could have made a real claim to be kind of the next fill in the blank
0: so we've got two guys here and they're looking to get a free meal and they're they have a tool that they use and as actually they just like to throw a fly in their a bowl of noodles, and uh, say that you know, hey, there's a fly in my food, so give me the meal for free. Mm-hmm. But um, I love that Yunshun Yi's character is so quick about it that he goes, hmm, he looks at it and he grabs it and eats it, and he's like, oh, it's an <laughs> onion, really good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, what the hell? So <laughs> then, he, right and he while turns he's turned around,
2: like spitting it out, they, it's like they're like, okay, well, screw this guy, and then they dump like all the flies they have into their bowl of rice. And Probably the dub like lines
0: are so years. well delivered, Probably. like,
1: hey, I got some more onions. Huh?
0: So this naturally escalates into a fight, and I love that the two scammers have their own martial arts styles that they represent, yeah. and it's chicken fist and duck fist. <laughs>
3: these, <laughs> it's so these cool, styles. it's like
2: cartoony, you know, and then yes. you can hear the sound effects of chickens and ducks when they're posing
0: and not only is it just them as a joke posing in the style their choreography actually represents these animals as well so (laughs) the chicken fist man has like a pecking ground attack and the duck has these flappy wing attacks it's it's so fun
2: and this is a just super delightful scene it's like really cool location this restaurant um but Uh, Even though our opening fight scene also took place at an outdoor restaurant, these somehow feel pretty distinctive and um, really fun, inventive choreography with Yun Chun Yi versus these two guys. And he's not inclined to um, go hog wild at first, and it kind of gradually ramps up and he kind of
0: shows these guys what's up. And that result is that he gets fired. <laughs> yeah, that's great. And that's
2: one of those awesome like Hong Kong comedy bits where his manager, is, it's similar to uh, Robert Wong in the last movie. Um, mm-hmm. But he's like giving him this big thumbs up, you're fired! And then, yeah, like that turn on a dime
0: thing. <laughs> yeah, it's great. So now let's get to the next set of scammers. The next scam, yes, yeah,
1: Scammer number three. We cut to a <laughs> marketplace,
0: yeah, and we see a what you think is a couple, but what you find out is this is a man and a woman that are working together to scam someone out of money. So they pick a uh, seemingly innocent old man, and that's Beggar So himself. And what they plan on doing is framing him as the father for a fake pregnancy. Yeah, that he <laughs>
2: impregnated this woman, and then they're they're saying that their brother and sister
0: yeah Um, they make a huge huge scene trying to embarrass him and distract him enough that they can get away with his money but um he's not gonna let that happen
2: and simon plays this so well where it's like he kind of is alternating between taking them really seriously and see kind of seeing right through this kind of nonsense
0: so now when this escalates we have Uh, you know, the bystanders watching this play out, and one of those is Yun Chun Yi, so he jumps in the way thinking that uh, Beggar So is kind of like the villain in this scenario. Mm -hmm. So they make it, uh, they make off with his money. Uh, this kind of makes a little encounter between Yun Chun Yi and Beggar So,
2: and this choreography is just awesome. Um, how this all works, and they very quickly get back into that iconic pose of a beggar so on somebody's shoulders. On somebody's shoulders. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it's, that's really nice.
0: I do like the like the low angle shot of uh, Simon with his hands swinging around like oh like it looks so <laughs> <Yeah>. fake. <laughs> right, it's right. so fake and fun. I like it a lot. <laughs> but so
1: the scammers get away and we get our first the first interaction between uh, who we find out later our our father and adopted son. And there's some great double lines here. The double lines aren't quite as as classic as Drunken Master, but there's still some pretty good ones. So, our our protagonist's name is Foggy, uh, played by Yun Chun Yi. And he says to him,
3: You've got a peg loose. Your mother could have farted a better egg than you.
0: And he's explaining how there's no way that he could have impregnated this woman. And um, Foggy says to him,
3: Even old shells still have pearls in them.
0: Right? Right, right. <laughs> Is it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's
1: really good. A weird expression.
0: Oh.
2: Uh. oh, man. That's great. And then we, uh, we cut to a different location and sort of brand new characters for us. There's um, looks like some kind of maybe mob boss or henchman or something. Mm. And he's trying to collect some money that uh, Sohati or Beggar So owes, but he uh, is trying to get this out of a new character uh, played by Linda Lin, who um, had yes. that awesome turn in Drunken Master as Wang Fei-hung's aunt that beats him up and <laughs> and then you know gives him a little bit of advice when he's in one of those early fights uh, at the uh, Kung Fu school and uh she makes similar uh kind of mincemeat out of this guy um when she refuses to to kind of pay up his money and it's just it's so cool watching her she's just a really unique performer and she's striking these uh poses and you really feel kind of the Peking opera tradition oh um, yeah but once again uh Wu ping and the choreography team they're they're so great at Um, just knowing how to showcase uh, her movements and stuff.
0: Yeah, Yeah. they really give her kind of... She looks so graceful when she does Mm. her attacks, and she can just extend so high with her kicks, and I love how she always has this confident kind of hands-on-her-hip kind of Mm -hmm. pose while she's, like, doing all these fun kicks, so um, yeah, she works really well, and I definitely want to see more of her, so I'm going to Try and seek her out in other films that I might haven't seen yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can compared to some of the people, she's
1: done like what six or seven films, as opposed yeah. to the hundreds that some of these people have done. Right. So
2: yeah, I, I we'll yeah I, I, I should do that due diligence too. From what I've heard, this is kind of like her medius role. I think
0: um, i'd I'd imagine so, but I mean, it'd still be fun to see what else comes from yeah uh, totally her filmography. Um and the guy that she beats up and she gives him some lumps too they do the great po- prosthetic lumps. <laughs> uh, this is Chen Yuitsang who we've seen in a handful of films. Like I think just off the top of my head, he was in Iron Fisted Monk. He was mm-hmm. one of the Manchu's I believe, and um he's also listed as one of the action uh, directors on this film. So I don't know if that means it was in this sequence or maybe he was involved in some of the other fights in the film. But um yeah, cool to see a familiar face. And he has one of these kind of typical villain characteristics like about him. So right. you see and him so it's on kind film. Of almost
2: always cast that way. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You can imagine
1: that. Apparently he's also in the prodigal son at some point. So
0: yeah, I believe have
1: to, it. have to keep an eye out for him. If we watch that.
0: Another excuse to rewatch Prodigal son. <laughs> um, yeah, is it, is, it needed? <laughs> is it needed it,
3: right? <laughs> yeah, so once
2: she's kind of beat up and thrown out uh Chinyuit Song's character, uh So um kind of <laughs> tries tiptoeing back home. it's unclear just how long he's been away, but there's just a super fun scene between the two of them, uh, with Brandy doing most of the uh the physical stuff here. Um although once again you know really great use of uh editing and uh, camera design for how this all works so there's some some wonderful Simon moments as well but yeah just seeing Wendelin's character just try to beat up uh Sohae is just mm-hmm. so fun and um again we're really resourceful with all the items that are kind of hanging around this backyard there's this bucket uh, and then one of my favorite moments towards the end where Yi is just jumping on this broom and just,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, like a um, pogo stick. Yeah, so it's great, good.
0: and the same as before. So now, just at the tail end of this interaction, uh, Yunshun Yi shows up, but what you find out is he's coming back home. So, um, he gets in the middle of this and they recognize each other, and Beggar So's wife tells him, like, this is your father, like, say say hello no. to your father. Oh, yeah, that's he says.
3: <laughs> Call him dad. Hi, dad.
0: Hi, <laughs> <Right>. dad. <laughs> and, um... And again, the I, meta layer here is really fun. Yeah. Yeah, it's so <laughs> funny. And the whole, uh bit of reaction from beggar and simon's acting in here is really good he kind of has these very cartoonish gestures and then when he confronts linda about it like oh i see you've been He's like
2: oh so you were sleeping around when i yeah, was gone he does like i like, adopted him gesture. Idiot, yeah
0: yeah, that's
1: all really great. <laughs> he's like, you couldn't have picked a smarter son. <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh.
0: And so yeah,
2: uh, poor <laughs> Yunshunyi or Foggy, as he's known, he just he kind of takes it all, you know. Yeah, um, I was gonna say that's these... I, I like
1: he does obviously want to you know he wants his dad to love him and to to impress him, but he's never like hey, just why well, your love, dad. He's just like, well, I'm gonna show you, dad. And he's very
0: positive all the yeah, time, which I, yeah, I kind of totally. love. Uh, what you. have find out from this sequence is that beggar so says he has been uh sending money to support his family but it seems to have not gotten to them so what they decide to do is beggar so and foggy go to the bank and now we get to see dean check <laughs> again and it's, i believe his name is Moneybags. In Moneybags money what he's credited as yeah
1: <laughs> i've i probably mentioned this before but i feel like every dean check is like a different thing that if you saw it in Western media, you'd think that it was like a racist kind of depiction <laughs> of Chinese people. Oh
2: my gosh, I totally know what you mean. But yeah, like it's great. within
1: the context of obviously a Hong Kong movie, so it's fine. It's just it's just funny. Like he either has like the big buck teeth or the big mole or like the little, he has like the little like the mustache that's like just on the sides of his lips instead of yeah, in the totally. middle.
2: Yeah, totally. And he's really thin kind of like rectangular uh, yeah glasses, glasses. Yeah. <laughs> um, And it's interesting It seems like uh, Sohae and Foggy are asking for a really Reasonable co- request like yeah. oh, Where's the money from my account that I sent And Sohae is being really You know polite and kind of coy About all of this eventually uh, Moneybags Kind of leads him um, Kind of, yeah it's hard to Understand like what this area is but He leads him kind of to this sort of secret back door of the bank and that's where he kind of
1: the secret comes <laughs> through Yeah, it kind of
2: reveals what he's all about. But prior to that there's uh, a cool little exchange where uh, again we have almost this like rhyming couplet. Yeah, it's like
1: a musical almost yeah, like the in, like it feels like he's going to start singing and this like drum
2: so it's uh it's a little <laughs> flubby in the English dub. They're not even really trying to Hit the timing with the drum. But when it's money that you need in
0: this bank, then you get it with speed. A client who comes to us, he ends up with interest plus money bags, they call me. In the right.
2: Cantonese and in the Mandarin version, too, um, it's, uh, it's, yeah, it's really kind of cool how they have the, that exchange. Because then, beggars so kind of comes back at him with his own, his own rhymes. So maybe a little uh, early Wu-Tang influence here. Yeah. Nice. In this moment.
1: Yeah. I I wrote in my notes, I just wrote down receipt save the day.
2: Oh yeah. Dude, that's such a great shot. That'd be an amazing gift. Uh, cuz yeah Simon <laughs> like pulls out these receipts and then fans himself with it and then yun Wu Ping cuts to these <laughs> shots of the tellers around the bank and like everyone's kind of stunned so that's when then Moneybags brings them uh I want to say backstage <laughs> but back bank or whatever yeah and uh he has this shrine uh it's they in it's the like dub this, they
1: say the great old scrooge
2: <laughs> yeah the great old scrooge well, I think I want to say in an, there, I think he has two deities up in the back because there's one that's i think a more traditional um deity associated with prosperity and with money but um yeah there's this yeah the Scrooge. First one yeah yeah the <laughs> first one they point to is like yeah that scroogey one so i'm not yeah and yeah, i don't exactly we don't get how dean check's Business works because he's pretty much just flat out saying like I take money I never give it back. (laughs) Yeah, he
0: explains these. He he has like these rules, but the basic the rules are like just so he can get away with scamming people. (laughs)
3: Yeah,
0: he's like yeah, uh, just it's just the total opposite of what you'd expect from a bank.
2: (laughs) Yeah, and if you're wondering, well, why is he telling them all these plans? Like the only kind of people that do that are, you know, like bond villains or something. Well, it's cuz he's <laughs> planning to kind of like open up a can of uh his kung fu on these guys. Uh, we've mentioned yeah. before Dean Shek isn't really known as a martial artist, uh but this is a really fun uh sequence how this all works. And mm-hmm. uh ultimately Foggy's not quite up to the task. Yeah. Um but I do love where this fight ultimately goes. Uh the stuff with with Foggy is really fun. But where it ultimately goes with uh, Simon, kind of piece by piece, like <laughs> reclaiming the jewelry and all the expensive items that Moneybags is wearing, and just the cleverness and all that choreography, and um, how you and whenever they the camera do the, for that
1: stuff, oh, whenever they do so like good. the cartwheel together, oh my god, they're like oh, yeah, spinning they they each other classic. and they just keep going. Oh, it's so cool.
0: <laughs> and I I think that's right after that where a uh, Dean moneybag says, uh, I'm
3: gonna be sick oh, yeah. <laughs> I lo- <laughs> That's great. I, lo- I love that.
0: <laughs> but uh, again, like what we were saying is, you know, Dean Shek not being a practiced martial artist, um, we have a moment here where Yun Ping and the Yuan clan just make everybody look so good. Yeah, you know? totally. Like, and also cool so interesting that. it's
2: like oh overall I can understand maybe uh, describing "Dance of the Drunk Mantis" is a little bit sloppier than "Drunken Master,"
3: mm. um,
2: but for me, pound for pound, our martial arts sequence and our choreography—I don't know—might kind of outdo the the previous movie. Um, I'm, I'm big
0: words. It's like but, I, yeah, I said got you know spicy kind takes of, all over this episode. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of a hot take, but I there's so much fun in this film, and I think that the people that know know. But right, it's, right. and I'm not saying that we know more than anyone else, but I think from do, our enjoyment, I mean, <laughs> but our, you know, <laughs> the enjoyment that I get out of this film really just rings true to what I know in my like history with films as like a great kung fu film, right? And uh it should be regarded that way, I think.
2: Yeah, and it's that's not to knock Drunken Master at all, but it's just to right. say that, I mean, almost every Every physical sequence in this movie is like so inventive, uh, looks so good, so well performed, um, you know, the rest of it. Oh, a, a great uh, gift moment w- would have to be when Simon grabs Dean Sheck's glasses and puts them on. <laughs> 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 I don't know why. It's just so cool seeing and, Simon and also- with the glasses. Yeah, when they're to take his jewelry.
0: Ugh. Yeah, when they're tied together with the necklace and he's kind of prancing. Oh, and, and then the way he gets it has, off is by
2: flipping over his head. Oh,
1: it's man. great. Hmm. Yep. But one interesting thing here is he says, whenever he's taking the the jewelry, he's saying like, oh, I can use this for this thing or whatever. Uh, but one of the things that he says in the dub, they translate it as, like, I can use this for All Souls Day or something like that. looked it up. I looked it nice. up, yeah. Me too, and and in the subtitles <laughs> it says Qing Ming money, mm, and mm-hmm. Qingming. We've we've discussed it before, actually, in the podcast. It's also called Tomb Sweeping Day, and it's like yeah. a like a holiday where people like clean up the tombs of like d- deceased loved ones and like right, offer man. things to the ancestors and stuff. So it's just a cool little little thing. I skipped it. You did yeah, that too, it, Carlos?
0: Yeah, I totally did. Yeah, <laughs> and it's a it's a nice moment of localization. You know, that's the most understandable yeah. way that any. Uh, you know, English viewer will understand that. So I mm. think it's a really good yeah, job. Yeah, that was,
2: that was pretty clever. Yep. Oh, oh, before we leave this sequence, any excuse you can find to have Sam the Seed talking about the piss pot. Um, <laughs> yeah, that'd be <laughs> that'd be cool because they eventually, uh, yeah, kind of kick Dean Sheck onto this chamber pot, and then it get, ends up getting on his head like a Mad Hatter kind of thing, and it's
3: all
0: those lines are great. Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah. hold the piss pot.
0: They're all really good. Mm.
1: This is a very dumb take, but whenever uh, uh Dean Sheck gets like his nose pinched, so his nose is all red, like like a beggar so's nose. I don't know, just seeing him just rewatching it right now. If you could transport Dean Sheck from this time to today, he could totally play Waluigi in a Oh my god. Metaphor. Like he has the same like pointy kind of features and yes. has a mustache and stuff. Yes. Anyways, that's, that's apropos of nothing. So,
2: So, um, even though it seems like they kind of exited the bank, uh, pretty giddy when we cut back to them having dinner at home, so hot, he is just really embarrassed of this kid foggy and, Mm. um, really kind of putting, putting him down and, you know, criticizing what a poor, uh, martial artist he is. Um, Had
1: One of my favorite dove lines is just the way that he says, you're lazy and you have no talent.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And again, just this uh, this other layer of it being like a real dad talking to a real son. Mm -hmm. Um, But his uh, yeah, his mother tries intervening and saying like, oh, yeah, you should teach him um, you should teach him drunken fist.
1: So now he does start, quote unquote, teaching him drunken fist. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and he teaches him like a couple of the actual things, but most of it is just an excuse for him to like do his chores for
0: him. Or, yeah, like, they're these time wasters, or he's using him for his convenience. Um, yeah, it's my kind of favorite almost
2: is, like a Tom Sawyer vibe, or whatever. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm 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 with you with these topical. Uh, yeah, topical references.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: my favorite is whenever he. He's, like, telling him to, like, practice, like, punching with these teacups, but his arms are attached to these ropes that are pulling, like, this big mat that's fanning, Vegaso so, while he's just chilling on, like, a hammock.
0: Yeah, and there's this, the the really brutal one where he's on these, like, I don't know, 12-foot tall ladders, and yeah. he's doing these kind of bends just to uh, crack some walnuts. <laughs> <laughs> and doesn't I love- that
2: seem like the same location from the uh, dread... The dead drop and uh, drunken Master. oh yeah. oh you're right it, it
0: totally does you're right yeah
1: that that's probably what it is too. I wouldn't be shocked and, and I love that beggar Sue has just this whole super lazy system where like he's he's not even grabbing the walnuts with his hand he's like raking them into a bowl and then pulling <laughs> the bowl to him
0: you can imagine some kind of crazy Rupe Goldberg contraption mm-hmm. but <laughs> yeah. just so beggar beggar so can like get his wine poured and it's like this mm-hmm. torture training for foggy mm-hmm. yeah. yeah but if so, i was a
1: like if i had any kind of animation talent i would love to see like a a looped gif of like like a far back shot of him like cracking the walnuts and then him raking them in and like like in a perfect loop <laughs> i say oh, that'd see be that. great
2: and so then um we have what could be like a heart to heart scene <laughs> uh, after kind of this montage and unlike Freddie Wong, uh, foggy still has all this pluck and all this, uh, optimism. And so he's asking, Soha how, well, how long will it take me to master this? Oh. And He holds up three fingers and he's like three days. Wow. That's exciting. And he's like, no, three years. And now he kind of, uh, starts ripping into him even more. And he's like, yeah, you, but yeah, basically insulting him. You're stupid. You don't know what you're doing. And he tries to get him to drink. <laughs> and the poor guy's like, no, I don't drink. You know, Mom told me basically not to be like you. Um, yeah, that's so that's then, a great deadline <laughs> too. So Mom would Soha- say never ha- to
1: drink, yeah. just look at you.
2: Yeah, oh man. Um, but them's drinking words. So uh, <laughs> so hi just like seriously forces liquor um, mm. down his throat. And uh, he kind of like conks out. And so assumes that he's like out cold and asleep. And so now he finally basically says what he he really thinks in case he hadn't been brutal enough. He's like, I'm not, I'm not teaching you anything. I'm not teaching you uh, any kind of drunken style. I'm just basically just having fun with you. And it's, it's so brutal how he, mm -hmm. how he acts to him. And then I love Yun Mo Ping is cutting to these kind of intimate shots where we can see that Foggy's hiding his face. Um, from Sohei, E and he doesn't reveal that he is awake. He's hearing all of this and he's crying and it's, oh man, this it's, is rough. <laughs> it's
0: crazy. You know how in Drunken Master, the way they kind of address it, address the alcoholism is in Beggar so's shaky hands. Yeah. You can almost see this is like the abusive father alcoholism oh, yeah. going totally, on man. where it's yeah. like yeah you little whatever like you you don't you're nothing you know it's like whoa this got so real all of a sudden <laughs> yeah
2: and so uh, so wakes up the next morning he's like oh is that guy already gone he's he up so early practicing uh and he only has one of his kung fu shoes on and i love how like battered and holy his shoes are He's looking for the other shoe and it's on the table and it's um, kind of holding this note in place. And he reads it and it's from Foggy. And it's it's like you were saying, Matthew, where he's he's been such a whipping boy, but he kind of takes it in stride. And even here, after he's been so kind of beaten down, uh, he's still saying it's like, uh look at it is just not gonna work out. I, I wish that, you know, you could call me your son, but clearly I'm not good enough for you. And then Yun Will Ping cuts to this um almost kind of abstract uh shot of uh foggy composing the letter against this like black screen. Mm-hmm. And we can see that he's like tearing up as he's as yeah. he's writing this. And then this leads to our similar kind of flashback <laughs> montage. I think it's more effective in this movie. Um, yeah, it is. But uh, because for one, we're not just going back to the sequence from like 40 seconds ago. Yeah. Um, it's it's a couple, couple of minutes ago. Of, not. Yeah, a couple of minutes ago. And we're seeing kind of the montage of, uh, you know, all the abuse that uh, he was, you know, putting Foggy through. Uh, and we see that it affects him. Simon actually tears up a little bit um, in one of these close closeups. Uh, and yeah, I can't think of another movie where we quite see, quite see that out of him in a performance.
0: So now it jumps to foggy again. And it seems like he's got another restaurant job and they're kind of in the back. And one of his coworkers is just, like kind of complaining, like there's a guy that's still here. Like, can you tell him to leave? And then when he goes out to see who it is, it's Yuen, So we, I don't, I don't think they refer to him by name at all in the film, but you just know him as rubber legs, his student. Yeah. And like uh, man
2: with spear, it's probably written somewhere. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He's, he's very confident and serious all the time. And, um, he's always kind of seeming like he'd be ready for a fight. And, um, they're just about to get into things. And then uh, Rubberlegs actually shows up. Mm-hmm. So um, you know that now Rubberlegs and uh, his student are looking for Beggar So. And Foggy hears this. And uh, so he he doesn't reveal anything yet. But he knows that they're staying there. And that leads us to our next encounter. So we get to see Corian. Uh, and Yunshun Yi go at it. And it's it's they really amazing. Really great. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And, um, yeah, I
1: like that he's. Uh, Foggy's kind of talking some smack here because cause they say that they're going to. Uh, he needs two rooms and one coffin for Sam C. <laughs> right. And the next morning, Foggy's like, two- one coffin's a little tight for two people to fit into.
0: <laughs> that lovely kung fu dialogue, man. That's like mm-hmm. so cool. You're like matching wits, but also smack talking at the same time it's yeah totally Um, he's talking completely out of his league (laughs) mm -hmm.
2: right but yeah seeing these two go up against each other is amazing um uh one of the projects in between uh this film and our last subject drunken master uh is an incredible movie called born invincible directed by joseph quote yes that was shot in taiwan and um uh corey Yuan was part of the stunt team for that along with the Yuan brothers um so sometimes the yun clan <laughs> includes the other kind of Yuan, but uh there are some moments in that film where you actually can see uh yun Yi and, and corey together and uh it's clear they they have that same kind of almost esp sense that we talked about in drunken master <laughs> with jackie and shu sha in that great <laughs> sequence um and what's cool here is we're getting to see a little bit more uh drunken fighting and uh as the protege of rubber legs uh, it seems that Koryun's character maybe has kind of more of a refined sense of uh of the drunken style and so he's <laughs> kind of teasing and coaching foggy uh while they're <laughs> while they're fighting it's there's great. a great moment where uh, Foggy's trying to do the drunken cups, and he's like, oh, it looks like your cup tipped over, dude.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's so cool because he's got the same stance, but he's holding his hand tilted. And, he, yeah. you know, it's this visual thing where you're supposed to imagine it, but it's funny, you know, criticizing that technique by the realization that, yeah, if you did have a cup, your wine would be spilled. <laughs> right. So good.
2: And um, the fight... Uh, while it's a great sequence, it's going pretty bad for Foggy. At one point, it seems like Corey's character could almost kill him, and Rubberlegs actually stops, uh, stops the fight. Yeah, um, he
1: says, "Let him go," and he'll lead us to to Sam Seed. That's what they say in the in the dub, right. lead him to bigger so. And and sure enough, we see that that uh, Foggy comes in like all limping and hurt back to back to home. Man, whoa, man. Mantis whoa mantis
0: so uh, for this intermission, I want to talk about the mantis style uh I don't think we've seen it on the podcast yet, and it's definitely really oh, yeah. interesting, so um, I thought I'd mention a little bit about it and not only just about the style itself but the mantis. Have you guys ever seen a praying mantis in real life? I don't think
2: so guess like, uh, oh, say oh, now yeah, that I think yeah, about like, not discovery 100%. channel and <laughs> like yeah documentaries and stuff sure sure
0: Mm -hmm. i've seen two two times in my life i've seen a praying mantis which was really really surprising for me to see but anyways so i have a couple of little facts i mean i think everybody kind of knows the the scary oh the the female kills the male after they mate Mm -hmm. have you guys ever heard of that before
1: I've heard that, but isn't that like only in like captivity? Like that's not actually how they do it. And I,
0: I don't know wild. that that was okay. like the the easy pull. So I was like, I don't need to mention that. But anyways, yeah. so um, <laughs> did you guys know that a mantis only has one ear?
1: Oh wow, I did not know that. Yeah, it's, it's actually only. on
0: the underside of its belly. And uh, but huh. Oh, but that's cool. A mantis can detect ultrasonic waves. Yeah, where
1: are you where are your guys' ears? <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> oh oops. Sorry. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, didn't, yeah. I didn't mean to bust like, you oh, out. <laughs> <no comment>. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I guess bats are like one of the main predators of the mantis, and they've developed uh a sense for ultrasonic waves to survive against them. Dude, that's so, so I thought, cool. Huh. I thought that was pretty cool. Anyway, so mantis style. So, like a lot of things, uh that we've encountered, there's northern and southern styles of mantis. And I think in this film, uh, we're going more towards the northern style. And actually, uh, uh, Lo Meng, who uh, arguably is our favorite Venom, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, he's a known practitioner of southern mantis style. And we do see him get to use it a little bit in Ip Man 2, when he, you know, the, the masters. Right, when we uh, see fight. all the different, yeah, community
2: yeah. masters.
0: Yep. So uh, Northern Mantis uh, Origins refer to a legend of a Shaolin abbot that invited 18 masters to help improve the martial arts of Shaolin. So uh, when he uh, had these uh, masters gather, and this is also one of these legends where it's like, you don't know what the actual truths are. And I've seen it <laughs> right. listed that some of the masters that are listed are actually fictional characters from like water margin. And uh, so... I I I still think it's fun, so it's worth mentioning. So uh, when these masters gathered, uh, the Shaolin Abbott created a manual, and he called it the Secret Hands, to document these styles. And uh, Wang Long was the Mantis representative at the 18th, uh, and and he was the the 18th martial artist of the rest of them. So uh, the Mantis style is a striking style, and it has a focus on close combat. Uh, like Wing Chun, uh, kicks are short and mostly low, so you'll you won't see really. I mean, with Huang Jiang Li, and this is also one of these things like in the film where uh, similar to Drunken Master, we're representing a style, but there's also a fictionalized uh, twist oh, yeah. to it also. And you can't have Huang Zhang Li in a film practicing mantis and not do awesome kicks, so you're definitely gonna see some awesome kicks when he's practicing. And um. Right on. Uh, the practitioner uh, will mimic a mantis basically with the style. So you'll see uh, their fingers hooked and they'll be using the swaying motion that you see like a mantis when it's about to strike its prey. And um, I think that since a mantis is kind of known as kind of this predatory insect, you will usually see uh, villains practicing the mantis style. And uh, just off the top of my head, that's... That's what I think of. So um, I think it's in Warriors 2 that uh, Harkong Fung kind of plays the main villain and he ends up using Mantis style as well. And um, there's a really cool training sequence in uh, Lao garlong Shaolin Mantis, also known as Deadly Mantis. And David Chang kind of learns his Mantis style by watching a real Mantis Huh. So the the other thing that I realized when I was looking up deadly mantis is there's also the the deadly mantis is that like that 50s sci-fi film with like giant mantis attacking, oh, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> and there's like a uh, there's a Mystery Science Theater 3000 episode uh, based on that film, so that's also pretty fun. We
3: better get going. But I got a mantis in my panties,
0: and I I think that. With the Mantis style, I think we could really have fun doing a animal-style themed like group of films. Like, Oh, dude, I love that idea. That'd be a lot of fun, I think. Mm-hmm. And um, last episode in our intermission, I mentioned uh, Jackie as Lu Yan in Forbidden Kingdom. And actually Jet Li's character, when he's playing the monk, he actually uses Mantis to fight uh, right. Jackie in Forbidden Kingdom. So we kind of get this kind of back and forth of that. So I thought that was really cool. So um, I also love to mention fighting games. So Mantis <laughs> in fighting games. So um, my the first thing I think of is Gen in Street Fighter Alpha. Actually, Gen's originally from the first Street Fighter game. But in Street Fighter Alpha 2, they introduced him again. And he actually can change styles between uh, the uh, Crane and the Mantis. And um, I also think of a lion, Rafal, in Virtual Fighter. He was introduced in Virtual Fighter 2, and he also pra- uh, uh, practices mantis style. So I thought that was really cool. And finally, for the intermission, I'm going to mention uh, there's a Godzilla monster, a kaiju named Kamakiras, and he's just a giant mantis. And sometimes they show up in groups. And actually, kamakiri in Japanese is the name for mantis. And even further than that, kama the na- the yeah the I was first say, part, isn't kama like a It's like, like a, a sickle, yeah. scythe thing. Yeah, yeah. And actually, I believe so that we makes saw
1: because it's like yeah, little scythe.
0: Yeah the um, the fem fatal in battle royale. That was her weapon mm-hmm. of choice. Was the kama? Was well, kama. the kama the weapon that was given to her? So uh, I just wanted to talk about mantis style a little bit and get us back into our film.
1: Yeah, we're, we're about to we're about to see it put into practice a little bit.
0: Yeah, totally. Oh, dude, awesome!
3: Mantis spelled backwards is Sidnam. Sidnam. Sidnam.
2: And so Ugh. where so where we pick up our movie is, dude. This is arguably top tier, top ten fight man. sequences I don't know this is Dude, this is like this, a wedge. it's a good one this
0: is scene, what I'm saying man. how I feel like this movie is like so it's it's amazing and like this scene definitely represents that
1: yeah this this scene we after uh, Foggy goes home all, all broken then we see uh, Beggar So kind of walking into this dark tea house and uh, like just kind of slowly walking by it's almost shot like almost like a horror movie like something's gonna pop out at you oh yeah um, yeah totally
2: yeah there's this gravitas to this almost like they know that this is kind of a special yeah. sequence or something
1: and i love to whenever you get to see even in these early films see how yun wu ping is like growing as a director yeah i feel like some of the shots here are even as compared to the drunken master there's some amazing super dynamic shots in in this scene yeah i totally agree and and in in the tea house Rubber Legs has has lit up a, a candle and the two of them sit down to to share some some wine with each yeah, other totally
0: alone it's amazing and like you know how any kind of encounter between two masters should start you've got these pleasantries but it's also at the same time a battle of wits and right. a showcase of their skills so not only are they going to share wine with each other but it's it it turns into choreography itself
2: and this has those uh kind of like layers of as you say pleasantries not unlike the great uh opening sequence of, in magnificent butcher uh with Kwanta King uh, mm. reprising his role as Wong Fei-hung and Lei Hoi-san and their kind of calligraphy battle um, yeah. yeah
0: great comparison
2: so we have a, a similar kind of uh this this like stately Uh, context to all this and um, dude this yeah I could watch this scene a hundred times I mean Mm -hmm. sometimes I I literally just watched this scene from the movie Um, the way that it it ramps up and how each of them are kind of keeping their cool while it's clear that their intentions are adversarial it's just it's just awesome and it's also funny and we start by these little bursts of action. Uh, one of my favorite is after uh, Sohai's chair is kind of knocked back and he's tipping, <laughs> he's falling backwards. <laughs> and instead of like making an accusation, he's like, "Oh wow, my waist is like a lot more flexible than I thought." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then there's this explosive like little bit of action, and they one flips over the table and one slides under the table, and then. Boom! Before you know it, we're back to this kind of like still mm-hmm. suspense, um, and they kind of resume their, uh, mm-hmm. you know, their simple act of pouring each other tea. Yeah, this is like this is the kind of thing to to almost like study if you're really into yeah. how kung fu choreography works in mm-hmm. movies.
1: No, that's the I'm re-watching it now. The calligraphy, the calligraphy fights turn Georgia there for a second. The the calligraphy fight. <laughs> is a really good comparison because it's very similar with like the two old masters and they're like they're trying to keep their teacups like up upright and you know not spilling any any wine while they're they're fighting and the fighting just kind of escalates from there i love whenever they they pick up the table and are like spinning it around and then and then drop oh, it Oh
2: man so good and the
1: overhead shot, whenever they're, like, fighting and, like, the teacups are, like, switching hands and yeah, there's the and shot dropping above. the cuffs.
0: Oh, so good. And they're playing, like, Kung Fu footsie underneath yeah. the table. Kung Fu <laughs> yeah. footsies. Yeah. <laughs> that that could be a movie
2: name,
1: Kung Fu footsies. Oh, sure. Oh, Those are way man, dumber totally. names.
2: And uh, what's also so great about this uh, in terms of movie history is we've had some encounters on screen before, um, uh, a little bit of a lengthier one in Snake and eagle Shadow than in drunken master with uh, huang long Li and, uh uh Yun su Tin. but uh how lucky are we that we get something you know with this much weight and length and uh kind of care to it so it's just this is just awesome and then as we kind of break into more full on fighting uh you know once again a lot of incredible performing uh by brandy Yun. um mm-hmm. But uh, every every cut back to Simon is like so important and so effective. And just. Yeah. Yeah. Words kind of fail, I think, in some ways, trying to kind of describe what's going on in this fight. It's, but, it's um,
0: mesmerizing, you know, yeah, there's totally. there's a a stunt where uh, Beggar So kicks the table towards uh Rubber Legs and Huang Zhang Li does a uh, jump kick and clears the table. It yeah, kind of looks yeah. like like it might be staged where the table's in the foreground and he's behind it, but still the effect of that shot is is amazing. And then um eventually you get the moment where Beggar So has to reveal his drunken boxing and mm-hmm. uh just in turn Rubber Legs also will do his drunken boxing and we get I believe we get on the general's orders here. Mm-hmm. and yeah. um, But it's a different version than the one we created. Yeah, it's like uh, a different uh, arrangement, which yeah. is really mm-hmm. cool. And I really enjoy how this is almost like a ceremonial in how they are approaching each other. You see their footwork and you see their uh, swaying back and forth. And it almost looks like they're kind of honoring the tradition of the Drunken Fist as they're preparing yeah, I mean, to escalate this fight it's 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 beautiful yeah, you do
2: believe that these two could be like the lone masters of this style and i like what you're saying where there's this kind of like reverence and like formality to it we talked about that in the last episode how uh yun Ping's approach um to martial arts and films is often to kind of emphasize the art um and i think the the ceremony around how they reveal their styles is, is sort of just that. Also, um, I don't know, a lot of this uh, repartee kind of reminds me of like what you'd see in the old, like Errol Flynn movies, like as people are sort (laughs) of fighting and like having all these kind of like delicious back and forth conversations. Mm -hmm. And this is maybe one of the best examples of that uh, in like a Kung Fu setting.
0: Yeah, you're right. There's almost a charm to the line delivery even with the dub actors and the uh, the physical acting in this scene yeah it, it's it's great you've got beggar kind of displaying the eight drunken gods in the midst of the choreography yeah, and it does it's great
2: seeing that called back
0: yeah it does seem like he's starting to get the upper hand but as this fight escalates you see that uh, rubber legs has his own secret and this is when he reveals the uh drunken mantis and uh i'm pretty proud of this (laughs) the music pull there's like this kind of synth wave form like like pulse that uh, they use whenever rubber legs demonstrates the uh, mantis That's actually from Suspiria, the uh, the Italian like, the original, horror yeah. film. Yeah, and it's by Goblin. who I, I love Goblin. And actually, the <laughs> first couple of times I heard it, I was like, that does sound familiar, but I didn't know. But mm-hmm. it's actually towards the end of the film where you actually hear some of the material from... The Suspiria theme. And I'm like, whoa, holy crap. Like, I was my own Shazam, basically. Dude, that's, that's brilliant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that yeah. is really cool. Great
3: Paul, man.
1: And yeah, a lot of the music in these uh, Kung Fu movies have, uh, they kind of come from Italian movies from the, the 60s and 70s. So that kind of makes sense. Uh, but the scene ends uh, as, as Foggy kind of jumps in to save the day uh the way that they get away is that uh Picasso takes this this liquor that uh, rubber legs have been pouring into his his mouth and then spits it through this this candle and shoots out this like crazy flame um at at rubber legs which reminded me like like we said last week about uh chin from KOF
0: yeah it's so it's cool kinda, it's, yeah it's really cool that's one yeah, of his it's just like signature an awesome way to supers just another testament to how cool this fight it's it goes by pretty quickly but it's actually like 13 minutes long (laughs) yeah it's a long one you you'd expect that at the end of a film but you get to see this right in the middle and it really like supercharges you uh for the rest of the really good point
2: it's kind of a break uh from tradition of what had been kind of building up in like the trend of uh, the kung fu films of this period drunken master is a good example of it uh, by that point, we'd worked up to like a over 10 minute long final fight. And as much <laughs> as I love those, I, I kind of like this sort of innovation of the structure that's happening here. And actually, um, I I want to say you you see this sort of thing uh, in subsequent films by Yun-Wu-Ping and, and others. And our final fight in today's movie is nowhere near as long as either this or the final fight from... Um, From Drunken Master But honestly I I think this This sequence in the Almost in the exact middle of the movie Just looms so large uh, It's almost kind of bonus From here on Mm
0: -hmm. to the end Mm -hmm. And it is like I was mentioning Earlier how I feel like After this segment um, The movie Kind of gets a little Muddy so um, I feel like Almost like they were like wow, this is so great. How do you follow this up? And they're just (laughs) trying to figure out how to work that out. And uh, I mean, for me personally, I think that it comes together really well at the end, but this next sequence is kind of like, eh, we can tighten it up, I think.
2: Well, I think Mm -hmm. what happens too is kind of so surprising and not necessarily, you could maybe argue it's not really organic to what uh, has happened so far in the movie.
0: Yeah, it's um, like a hard left really cuz like you basically have the setup for student and master and father and son really but um they kind of take that away after that and kind of lead the student to a new master and it's like why are you doing that? And what they what they do here is really weird and I like that it's really weird cuz I like weird stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But it it's it's not it's not fleshed out as solidly as drunken master with the eight drunken gods so what we have here is foggy um off to get medicine for beggar so who's kind of in recovery and what happens is he ends up in a very familiar setting (laughs) where we we have our our training hut from drunken master but uh the difference here is that there's a coffin and in this coffin is what will become the the drunken master equivalent for our Foggy in this film. Mm-hmm. And he's played by, by Yen Shi who we've uh seen in a handful of movies mm-hmm. yeah, over the course of the show time in China a little yep. bit
2: later on in his yep. career. Yeah. Yeah. let
1: say that's the, probably the meatiest role that we've seen him in is, uh, yeah. Once Upon time in China His iron but, robe.
0: Right. And in this film, he plays a character called like sickness master yeah. or, or sick fist master. Yeah. And you, you don't really have an idea of what he actually is. All you kind of know is that dude was chilling out in a coffin, and he's mm-hmm. causing some trouble for Foggy. But right. um, so yeah, it
2: is it. it- it really does ask a lot because um, you're wondering, wait, is this kind of fantastic now? And, he, and
1: Yeah, is he just a vampire yeah. now? Or? To be fair,
2: Foggy <laughs> is asking a lot of the questions that we have, too. He's yeah. like, wait, are you mm-hmm. alive or dead? Are you a ghost? Um, also, by the end of the movie, you find out that he's supposed to be like Soha'i's brother. Yeah. It wouldn't have hurt to kind of have that information here or... S- or something. Um, if
1: if he had honestly, if he had just been introduced, even just kind of like, even if it was just saying like, whenever I was a child, I was trained among three other you know styles, mm-hmm. and he listed them out. Even if it was just Love introducing yeah. it, yeah. Then and then later, then it's like, oh yeah, I'm sickness. I'm the master of the sickness style or, or whatever. Yeah. Then that would have been something. Yeah. And also I had I in my notes, sickness for the name of a character kind of sounds like a milk you're solid boss. Oh, totally. oh that's cool. <laughs> like the sickness. Yeah,
2: yeah, for sure. For sure. Right, um, no, I'm sure you've dropped down with the sickness three or four times.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Oh, ah. <laughs> oh yeah,
2: that's
1: more um I guess that was off off uh, mic, but more swim fans. Overlaps.
0: Have y'all listened to their episode of The One? It's great. I oh, actually it's so good. That's a Heroes Three recommend, man. If you want to hear some of our friends talking about a martial arts film, they mm-hmm. have a yeah an episode where they cover basically ex- I cover a couple of different movies. But yeah, one and of the, the one it's the well, yeah they're basically movies riffing off of The Matrix or <laughs> Dude, ripping you, off re- of The Matrix. Required
2: listening if you're not already subscribed to Swim Fans. Just <laughs> like yeah. yeah. Subscribe first. Oh, then so listen. good.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, oh,
0: yeah. So oh. um the the dub does like there's a moment where Foggy recognizes him. He's like, my mother told me about the the four ills. And at first, I was like, the four ills. What does that mean? The four ills. I'm sure was a working title for, for the Wu clan. clan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So are books magic, sickness, and wine, which is a very strange combination, but um, here he is representing sickness, and what you find out is Beggar So is representing wine. So this is what I was saying, it's kind of a, a an ambiguous kind of four masters kind of situation that's not as realized as it should be, and I don't know, I, I think it's cool, but it's still kind of weird.
1: Yeah, It it just, it comes out of nowhere. I like that it's weird and it's different, but maybe not almost now we're into the movie you know yeah
0: yeah and what you have is uh this uh, little interaction between the two where foggy has this medicine that he needs to get to his father but sickness kind of he, he takes it and he kind of pulls a switcheroo on him there's some really inventive choreography using the coffin that i like and um again we also have a thing where like i mentioned in the drunken master episode uh Filming outside at different times of the day in the same sequence <laughs> is kinda noticeable. Sure, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, especially it's still, in
2: a location like this.
0: Yeah, it's still really fun. And I and I like that actually for most of the scene it's foggy. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, <good> call. <laughs> That's pretty cool. So in Drunken Master you can very clearly see the mountain range in the background, but here it's obscured by the fog. Yeah.
2: You get a couple shots of it at the very end of the movie, but yeah, you're totally right. We're kind of missing out on one of the key features of the landscape here.
0: Yeah, and th- so what happens is uh, Foggy returns with the medicine, but um, he sees like there's like dead snakes in the <laughs> yeah. the, the droppings, or, like the leftovers of the medicine. So he realizes dead oh,
2: snakes before giving medicine yeah. to your Dad.
0: <laughs> Pro tip. Yep. So he runs back to uh sick fist master looking for him and this kind of creates basically the situation that would place him as his student right like it's it's weird i don't know Mm. but the 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 short
1: version is that he ends up becoming the student of of sickness and he teaches him about like that. there's the four different styles and that beggar so is the master of the wine style and he's the master of the the sickness style I do, I
0: do really like the, when he shows the the book style. It's the like book, you're mimicking, dude. you're hiding uh, behind
2: a book. Yeah,
0: that's really cool. <laughs> yeah, I think one I like thing that. too
2: is that there's nothing in the title or like you're saying, Matthew, that's set up earlier where you're you even have room in your brain to expect a new kung fu style. So, I, I, yeah, I think just a lot about this part of the movie is working at a disadvantage. It's not that it isn't the kung fu style isn't cool. You just didn't really desperately need it, right? Right. And uh, it's also there are a lot of cool ideas in it, but it's hard to compete with something so like snappy and immediate as drunken Mm -hmm. boxing. You know.
0: Yeah. It's it does seem like they're trying to grab at that same magic from you know showing the drunken boxing style, but um, it's not. I don't know. I I think what what you get from Foggy after the whole fight with uh, Beggar So and Rubber Legs isn't isn't as strong. Like if that was all realized better, I think this movie would be regarded much 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 higher, like in mm-hmm. the realm of Drunken Master. But because Foggy's kind of last arc in the film isn't as strong, I don't I don't think it works as well.
1: But we do get a cool training montage here. Uh, The kind of the linchpin to all of it is this, he has like these, his bean curd, uh, I don't know what you call
0: them,
1: bites, I guess. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's like little Um, tofu bites. Yeah. Um, And he's, he's throwing them at, uh, he's throwing them at Foggy to, and he says like, if you can, if you catch them the right way, then they won't, you know, they won't splatter everywhere. And that's kind of the, that's kind of what starts and finishes this. Uh, it's cool he whenever he's training with like the the poles and, like these nails and the poles it kind of reminded me of like the wing chun kind of training dummy
0: thing motion oh, oh, sure. yeah yeah also similar to um like snake and the eagle shadow with the eggs like grabbing the eggs kind yeah. of this um actually the bean curd as well a combination of skill and strength and it's cool it's, it's like, one of those
2: things that you can visualize it's like there's something so tactile about it also the way that Whooping is shooting it you're almost imagining yourself like oh would i be able to catch the bean curd um <laughs> and yeah there's something like that when you can that's so fun when you can put yourself inside of the training like this um
0: and foggy would have a great job as like a telephone pole repairman based on this oh <laughs> training right here yeah you <laughs> just gotta pull these
2: nails out of this post um
0: <laughs> it's it's intense Dude looks ripped though. They he really gets to show off his muscles. Yeah, super Especially just.
2: when he's doing those push ups, um, with sickness on his back and then he's like gotta mm-hmm. blow into this kind of steaming tea kettle. It's yeah. That's tough, dude.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: By the end of it he's able to he's able to catch these these bean curd things with no problem. And there is a great this is like I can almost just picture Jackie Chan doing this exact same gag where like he keeps throwing them and he's like putting them in different parts of his body and like (laughs) trying to bounce them on his head. And then he says like (sighs)
3: this this pink is awful. It's rotten, that's why.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We do cut then to Beggar So and Beggar So's been practicing mantis himself. In preparation for his uh rematch with rubber legs, but what happens here is Foggy comes back home and now basically trying to hide his new skills and Beggar still is kind of curious and suspicious about it, yeah, and uh the they have a little interaction, and Foggy is actually so
2: good it's it's so brief, yeah. but it's one of the most like like dazzling exciting um pieces of action in the whole movie, I think.
0: I love, yeah, the whole uh, fact that Foggy's kind of holding his jacket over one shoulder, and a lot of his choreography is about him avoiding Beggar So's attacks, and there's a really fun like little sequence where he's basically just spinning around while holding that over his shoulder still. This is it's really cool uh, really Giftable.
2: Cool. It's like a reverse shot where it's like this, and it's so pulling at his jacket, but it's like mm-hmm. this tumble backwards and then this like leap over Beggar So's head. It's, yeah, really cool. Mm-hmm. There's
1: a couple of cool reverse shots in this movie. Actually, yeah. i uses it a, a few times. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So, this ends up with, you know, Beggar So looking very confused, almost mm. surprised, right? And uh, then we get a cut of Foggy kind of making his way and Beggar So following him. But what I wanted to say is, man, I this wasn't able to I... find what this music is yeah, from. Yeah, Matthew and I were talking
2: about that earlier.
0: But it's so, so good. good. It's I feel so like it sounds like Goblin to me, but I'd have to do some homework and kind of dig it out because it's definitely got this kind of funk fusion, kind of yeah. leaning almost towards a proggy sound. I I love this cue so much; it's great. And it feels and it
1: keeps feeling like it's going to like go into something bigger, but it kind of just holds back, which makes think it's like the start of a of a different song. Yeah, oh, right, yeah. Right. So but yeah, yeah. He, he he's tracking down Foggy, and Foggy kind of gives him the the slip. Um, which leads us kind of to our, our final uh, uh, interactions, our final showdowns.
0: And this is where I feel like it's really coming together really well. So you've yeah, got totally. Beggar So and you're expecting him to find Sick Fist Master, but what you see is that Rubberleg shows up, but at the same time Rubberleg's student shows up at Beggar So's home and he is gonna end up fighting uh, Beggar So's wife and just after that then you got foggy showing up. So you've got all these like kind of interactions set up and the stages are set for a really nice finale that I think is really rewarding.
2: Yeah, it's really cool and we almost have like a a Star Wars style like intercut of Yeah, I was thinking that.
0: <laughs> which is Oh, yeah. Yeah,
2: lots of fun. Uh for me the um the fight that uh that you just uh mentioned where kind of uh koryun comes back and he's fighting Lindolin. that's maybe my second favorite sequence of of mm. the film after the the tea fight um it's great it's just it's mm-hmm. just yeah just so terrific and um again you can see both of these folks's uh peaking opera background like in full mm-hmm. display and there's this great little device where koryun's character says like i'll destroy you in three moves body means is like three different like techniques of the spear um yeah and it's like you know some weapon fight too yeah oh it's so good sword against spear and it's very little doubling of lindolin um Mm -hmm. there there is at some point and i wasn't sure if it
0: was maybe yun chung yan um i was wondering that too you can't really tell it almost looks like a female that's doubling i couldn't tell for sure but um for the most part, Linda's doing the work and there's some Mm -hmm. really dangerous choreography and you have to admire the trust of these two performers working together so closely. They're using, I mean, obviously it's not going to be a sharpened uh, weapon, but there's definitely a point at the end and uh, he's (laughs) doing these thrusts right at her face and she's doing this very uh, elegant kind of sways around it. And you, you'll see a lot of this in martial arts demonstrations, um, like in competition, but like it's still like really, really shocking to see them just getting so close to each and other. It's such with a big strikes. age
2: gap between these two. It, it yeah. adds this other level of kind of intensity. There's a great moment that's really a classic Yun Wu Ping uh, concept um, where uh, she ends up getting the sword between Corey's body and the spear. And then she flicks it back to like smack him in the face mm-hmm. and it's that perfect. move and the camera angle. Um, he, uh, he nods back to in crouching tiger. If you remember that in the tea oh, house with, uh, right. Oh, cool. Um, and so, yeah, it's cool. See so, and, and Ang Lee I think even uses the same camera angle that's here. Uh, it's really cool.
0: Very cool. <laughs> and so, She's actually holding her own. She's doing really well. But uh, Foggy then shows up, and Foggy gets the chance to flex his new skills against Cory uh, Ewan. And uh, here we get uh, I mean, it was already awesome, but now we get more awesome, I right? Know. And we
2: mentioned before that these two, it's like, have, like, yeah, such incredible chemistry. They may as well be the same kind of Ewan. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Say they might as well be actual brothers. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, oh man, so good. Foggy gets the Foggy gets the spear, and <laughs> I like he he puts he <laughs> the puts kung Koryuen's fu shoe on shoe. it. Yeah, yeah, it was the kung fu shoe on it, and and he's he at one point he's like, if there wasn't a shoe on this, I would have stabbed you or, or whatever. <laughs> and uh, then that's whenever the Koryuan reveals that his uh, his master is fighting Beggar So, and then like you said, it's like a Star Wars cut back to to uh, the two of them fighting.
2: Yeah, in the middle of it. And it's this is, yeah, this is awesome. And it's, yeah, uh, again, mostly like a full-on uh, Brandy Yun versus Huang Jung Lee. Um, mm-hmm. It's a really great kind of burst of choreography. And then Beggar So finds himself by this coffin. And there's this really awesome moment where he's like shimmying himself underneath it. Uh, <laughs> and then he's mysteriously kind of like pulled up uh, like in, into the coffin. It's so cool how they, how they pulled this off in the camera.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was one of those. I had to, I had to, I had to kind of rewind I was Wait, what just happened? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally.
0: I, um, I like how this is, this introduces sick, sick fist master and beggar. So to each other, you, you do get the sense that they already know each other, but I really like the kind of conceit that sick, fist master even though he's been introduced to the fight he's still avoiding it so he's like no 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 i'm i'm just here to watch basically (laughs) right
2: (laughs) yeah and so then we get to kind of resume some more of this great uh rubber legs versus uh so hot ye and we get some more of that incredible like uh praying mantis splits with the suspirio music. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it, it's awesome having uh, Yen Chi Kwan's character kind of cheering on or like coaching from the sidelines.
1: And Foggy comes back in to to save the day once again. And although this time he actually knows what he's doing a little more. And he, I love the way that he gets into the fight as he throws the spear. And Roblox says something like, You like, you have to deal with my student, and he's like, Oh, whose spear do you think that is? I just threw,
2: yeah, oh, dude, that's cold, yeah, so good. And I love that. Um, we haven't said this explicitly, but um, there were so many, you know, drunken imitator films, and you might have to take a step back to kind of appreciate just how different Drunk Dance of the Drunk Mantis is from those. Uh, it's really not trying to uh, replay the same beats from Drunken Master and sort of like, yeah, imitate some of those same scores. And this final fight, I think, is a great example. Uh, you'd maybe expect in the sequel to Drunken Master that the final fight would be similar and have all everything to do with drunken boxing, that same kind of like lengthy uh, like exposition of all of the different, uh, you know, drunk deities or whatever. Yeah. I like that. This is, it's whatever we might say about that, that third quarter of the movie or whatever, (laughs) it does a lot in, uh, making this film kind of stand apart on its own. And in some ways you're almost forgetting drunken master and it's, it doesn't have to kind of live in its shadow or, uh, copycat it all that much. Mm -hmm. Um, and this is yeah just a really cool sequence and foggy is pretty dominant uh here yeah. in this fight.
0: Yeah. It it almost seems like he's toying with him towards the end of the fight. And, and like you were saying, I do think that even though the techniques and the training are kind of a more ambiguous idea, I think that the way that they're realized in this fight are are really well executed. Um the the thing that is kind of weird, though. It's like towards the end of this, it's like this fight ends very strangely. <laughs> Did you guys think that? Where oh, it's yeah. like, <laughs> um, Sick Fist Master basically tells Foggy to just go berserk. Yeah. And then right. he, he, he like loses control and does like this kind of crazy backbreaker. Well, they try to... to
2: set it up during the training when he's pulling out the knives out of the post. Um, he oh. says something similar, and that's when he's finally able to, to pull it clean through the full post. But Mm. yeah, I don't think they necessarily plant, like, I don't think they hang a lantern on that quite, quite enough. Mm. So it does seem a little random um, Mm -hmm. when he's telling me to kind of go berserk, but I think it's meant to be a callback to kind of like the full version of uh, the style or whatever.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I do like the other moments though, where it's like foggy with the kind of, wobbly leg and uh you know they call back to the bean curd stuff like that that's all like really well done but yeah that weird <laughs> and and i actually like there's a moment where when foggy's like kind of putting rubber legs through all of these moves, you actually see Huang Zhang Li, like, in, like, pain. <laughs> which
3: yeah, is, You're not used That's to seeing, rough. like,
0: such a cool <laughs> villain. Like, mm-hmm. he's just straight up, like, oh, I think it's when he's, like, bending his leg around, when he mm-hmm. he's rubber-legging him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. oh, <laughs> he are right. Oh, that like is cool when he has the, um,
2: when Yun Yi does, because the, there's supposed to be kind of this, like, medical side to this yeah. like, fighting. And when he does, like, a, Uh, test your reflexes on your leg, kind of kung fu (laughs) joke. I think that's pretty. That's pretty great. Um, So
0: yeah, like like I said, he goes berserk. He ends up doing this kind of finishing move, which is like a backbreaker, and um, he's still in the middle of this rage. And (laughs) what you have here is beggar so, uh, coming towards him and he still sees rubber legs <laughs> yeah. and he like like pursues him to attack and you're like whoa and that's what you get your freeze frame where they're like jumping away and it it freezes and that's really actually cool freeze frame. yeah it's a gorgeous yeah.
2: freeze frame because like yeah brandy is like yeah almost like swan diving into mm. <laughs> nothing yeah. Um, and it's I think that I think it's super funny the final the it final is. beat, yeah. Yeah. Yep. And like we
1: were saying at the beginning of the movie the film stock here for the last like 3 minutes literally looks <laughs> like it's about to catch on fire. Yeah, Like really yeah. bad. Like it's really like these weird blues and like it's just it's really really bad shape and Mhm. It just—it's funny because that almost adds to like the frantic energy of this last little yeah. <laughs> section of the
3: movie, and that can
2: happen a, a lot with film if there's not enough weeder uh, or I forget what the actually the right term is. So, you know, this would have been stored with that—the end of the film probably like, yeah. exposed to the elements or something. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's un—unfortunate. I wish there was a really awesome uh, transfer of this movie because really it could look as. Um, in an ideal world, it could look as good as a, that drunken master transfer yeah. um,
0: that we were watching uh, last time. Really fun stuff, guys. But yeah, that's that's drunken
1: mantis or dance mm-hmm. of the drunk mantis. That's a it's a really good movie. It was definitely a cool, a cool way to look at like an, another drunken master movie from the same time. That kind of kind of tackles it in like a different way. It's uh, mm-hmm. like the same characters, but it's very different story compared to the last one. Yeah, we mentioned
0: yeah, totally. these other kind of also rans. Um, I've seen um, World of Drunken Man, t- World Love of Drunken, Drunken Master. Master, yeah, and I've seen uh, story of the. Drunken oh yeah, that's for right, the Super Nintendo, right? World of <laughs> <Master>. Yeah,
2: totally. <laughs> it was one of those like uh, mm. not Nintendo approved like Christian <laughs> games.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I think it's about I'm... communion and stuff. Um, <laughs> I'm worried that I'm combining them. It's a wisdom I, tree game.
3: Hey, totally. I, I have
0: one of those. I have. I like definitely had one of those on the, yeah, on the Game Boy Bible <laughs> Adventures. I think I have on Nintendo. Still the cartridge. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's worth money. I don't know. Um, but um, story of the Drunken Master, I believe, has uh, Casanova Wong in it, and there's some cool stuff in there. Yeah, and
2: there are some good scenes in that for sure.
0: But they really don't compare to to this film, um, so I feel like these, those are like kind of completionists. If you want to see Simon Yuen's, um beggar so stuff, but um, this is if you watch this movie and you watch like Drunken Master, Snake and the Eagle Shadow, you're good. Don't feel like you, yeah, <laughs> totally. don't feel like you're missing out on anything else. And
2: uh, <laughs> I mean, and we've talked about maybe some of the strange moments in the movie, but there are also some straight. Legendary sequences, mm. yeah, um i mean the the tea fight is like you know required viewing it might be mm. like top ten for me um mm-hmm. and also it's this is it, it's great seeing uh on the podcast uh Huang Zhang Lee in kind of the garb that he's like a little more famous for another one of his nicknames is the silver Fox. Um, and there, because there were actually quite a few movies where he had, ended up having this white wig. So this is actually kind of like later in that run. But the Secret Rivals film, Secret Rivals one and two, um, Snuff Bottle Connection. There's a yeah, there's a handful where it's almost kind of typecast in this white wig. I think that's one of the reasons why in Drunken Master, um, he has such a distinctively different look. He's a little bit tired of that that kind of <laughs> thing. Um, nice. But yeah, we we've avoided some of those movies, so it's cool to be able to to see this because it's really kind of an iconic look. And when you pair up that you know silver fox <laughs> icon with the icon that is Simon Yuan, I mean that's
0: that's magic right there. All right, guys, I've got five questions oh, for boy. you. Oh man, you ready? Okay. I oh, think think so. All right. Okay, here here we go again. Our uh, dance of the drunk mantis quiz all right question <laughs> question number one <laughs> what are the four ills that foggy's mother told him about oh, oh dude. uh hang on
1: book magic <laughs> uh illness and uh wine right yep
0: that's correct yeah that awesome. yeah. good job
1: all right i feel like it could do that could be like a dnd campaign could have those four things as like
0: yeah, I like that. That'd be watch yeah, out that's for books, awesome. man. They're, yeah, they're just books will get you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> can't trust them. <laughs> um, okay, next question. Based on the two films we've seen, what is Beggar So's favorite snack? Wine. <laughs> uh, it's gotta uh, be uh, walnuts. Outside, yeah, walnuts outside <laughs> of wine. Damn it, wine is the obvious answer. Yeah. But <laughs> well, I, was, I,
2: I know, I know you.
0: Anyway, you actually wine meant. soaked
2: uh walnuts i think yeah
0: okay all right here we go what are some words that rhyme with cory you've reached
2: the cory hotline 4.95 a minute here are some words that rhyme with cory
0: story
1: allegory montessori <laughs> thank
0: Gory. you I could, I'm i so happy that you picked that <laughs> one up, man.
1: Did I also watch too much Simpsons? <laughs> <Yeah>. Yep. <laughs> oh,
0: well done, well done. All right. Number four. <laughs> Even though Wang Fei-Hung doesn't show up in this film, Yen shi the sick fist master, does end up fighting him. Can you name that movie?
1: Oh, uh, uh we said it, uh, Once Upon a Time in China.
0: Yeah. And nice. He's fighting
1: Jet Li as
0: Wong yeah. Hung, And actually and he he's in
2: Once Upon a Time in China too as well in, in yep. a different role.
0: All right. You're killing it. All right. <laughs> so here's our final question of the episode. How many films have we seen Dean Shek in on the podcast so far? Oh, Ooh, man. This is, okay. is kind of tough.
2: One, two, th- so the very first film, Snake and Eagle mm-hmm. Shadow, most recent one? master Dragon
1: master of course, this one um, <laughs> i think he's in yes madam at some point maybe i'm thinking of a different one but
2: oh yeah doesn't he pop up in like a 80s film like a later
1: i'm going to say 4 okay
2: marty marty
0: oh man even like if your guess it. is right and you can't talk it out i mean That that's fine. The number will be fine. The number will be fine, and I'll (laughs) I'll explain it. Of of course. Okay.
2: Uh, you know, four actually sounds four sounds right to me. I want to say he popped up in our Samo arc somewhere as well.
0: Is that it? Four?
2: Oh, to be different, I'll say
0: five. Five is the answer. Ah. So. Oh uh, man, I don't
2: feel like I earned that. No, it's okay.
0: (laughs) Everyone's learning right now, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we've got Snake and the Eagle Shadow, Broken Oath. Oh he my plays god, the, that's Snake, what I was thinking. Yeah. Of. Yep. Okay. He plays the brothel manager in Broken Oath. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was in Iron Fisted Iron Monk. Iron Fisted Monk.
2: That's the Samo one. Okay.
0: He, yep. He was in, He was one of the Manchu. Actually, I think we mentioned it a little while ago. Um, Drunken Master and Dance of the Drunk Mantis. So here we are, oh, five dude, times. Great. You know, we've been Broken Oath is with the weird presence. one
1: because I feel like Broken Oath is like everyone was in that one, but that's definitely not as big as a lot of the other movies that we've done.
2: Yeah, and they're not like a lot of those actors aren't playing their kind of
0: like vintage, or mm-hmm.
2: yeah, what they're famous for doing. Yeah,
0: <laughs> right, right. So not as goofy this time. I I had to slip <laughs> a Simpsons reference in, of course. <laughs> nice, <laughs> but you guys did great. Yeah, awesome job. Oh, <laughs> well, cool. Oh,
1: awesome! Uh, That's that fun. Well, thank you so much for listening to our little show here. If you like the show, then you can leave us a review on whatever you're listening to this on. So, uh, pod whatever your podcatcher is, so Stitcher, iTunes, or uh, Podcast Addict. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We're at Heroes the Number Three Podcast on all three of them. And thank you to
0: the Kung Fu Sunma subreddit if you're checking us out from there. You know, uh, this album had already been released, but I went and I redid the artwork for Will's superstar squadron oh yeah that's right uh, yeah yeah it's so, so cool. i've been messing around with digital art and i'm trying to level myself up so i actually started off just practicing by redoing it and once i started doing it i was like kind of want to do all of this so i redid the artwork and uh, to commemorate that uh will actually composed a new track so we kind of re-released the album. It's so, a deluxe um, version. Yeah, yeah it's, so it's like good. a deluxe version. And it's really cool. I love the music and I'm really happy with how the art came out. So if you guys are interested in like some chiptune, uh, you know, in the vein of uh video game music, uh, I'd highly recommend it. So check out Superstar Squadron and I'll add it to the episode post. Next week we're gonna be continuing our
1: drunken martial arts arc. So Marty, what is our training for next week?
2: Yeah, so we're having some fun with the next choice. Um, uh, As we said, Dance of the Drunk Mantis really can lay claim to being a sequel to Drunken Master. And it's a pretty far jump to go from there to the film that we know as uh, Drunken Master 2 in the 90s. But we do have a really, um, I think, really awesome film to talk about that I think will kind of help... Ah, uh, carry us some of that distance, and it's 1984's *Drunken Tai Chi*. Ah, uh, once again directed by the master himself, Yuan Ping. and this was the very first leading man vehicle for uh, a young Donnie Yen. Um, yes. Oh, so very cool. It's uh, at the time it was sort of uh, seen as not being a successful film, and maybe kind of a nail in the coffin of a certain era of period based Kung Fu comedies. But I think uh, if you step away from that context, I don't know, the movie is just awesome. Uh, <laughs> and I think will aesthetically help us to kind of uh, move away from the kind of late seventies, early eighties and be a little more prepared for the kind of action we'll see in our uh, final film of, of the series. But we'll have some familiar faces with us next week. Um, including uh, Yun Chun-Yi, uh, Yun Chun-Yan, actually another Yun brother we haven't talked about much, uh, Yun yat Chor, and Brandy Yun is back. And actually the, uh, the script for this film was a collab between Brandy and Yun Wuping himself.
1: Very cool. Well, until next week, we're taking a look at Drunken Tai Chi. I'm Matthew.
2: I'm Marty. I'm Carlos.
1: And we are the Heroes 3. Taking us out this week is Neptune Afternoon from Superstar Squadron by Will Brueggemann. Remember your training. Cotto Brothers Podcast Network.